Welcome to the Pulse Podcast. I'm Amelia Sullivan. In May 2018, a group of 24 people from across the United States arrived in the rural town of San Pedro Sacatepeques in the heart of Guatemala. I was one of them. We were there as part of a service initiative for Move Together, an APTA partner with the mission to increase access to quality rehabilitation medicine around the corner and around the world. Our task was to renovate a building and open the doors to a new physical therapy clinic, providing rehabilitation services to people who in most cases had never received that kind of health care before. Here's Move Together COO Josh D'Angelo. San Pedro Sacatepeque is, is, uh, is a smaller town of about 40,000 people, um, but it's surrounded by some, uh, some smaller towns as well where individuals may come to get treatment. The specific project that we're doing is we're renovating an old building. So it was a building that was built about 10 to 15 years ago, and it was meant to be an interprofessional medical center. But after it was built, unfortunately, it never took off. And so the building has been vacant for about the past 10 or 15 years. So we've been working with the local mayor who's trying to get some more usage of the building. The local mayor has started a small medical clinic and a small dental clinic in the space. And now we're going to be coming in and adding the physical therapy clinic. So even though there are those other two smaller clinics there, the grounds are still a little bit run down. There's some tall grass. Um, the walls aren't really painted. So what we're going to be doing, we're first going to be beautifying the grounds. We're going to be planting trees. We're going to be painting the building. Uh, we're going to be bringing our love and expressing our love on the building and in the building. And the second component of it is we're going to be making our side a functional physical therapy clinic. So that means we might be putting up walls. We might be uh, laying the ground. We're making it. We're, we're going to equip it with everything that a physical therapist would need to treat out of there. And so by the end of the week, we'll be able to start treating local community members and community members from the towns that are surrounding it. And our hope is that this clinic is operating at full capacity by the end of the week. By beautifying the building for days ahead of clinical treatment, it created this sense of nervous excitement for participants. Who would arrive once we opened the clinic to the community? Would they be receptive to physical therapist treatment? Could we really help these people with their ailments, many of which have been weeks, months, and even years in the making? In talking to the clinicians, it was clear that emotions were high but positive and optimistic. Here are clinicians Heidi, April, Maddie, and Katie. People who've had no services are going to come in, maybe bring their children in, and they're going to go help me. I have had no help, and it could be something where, you know, it might require multiple sessions or it might be a longer rehab process. Their kind of prognosis might be different. So we're going to have to manage that in a similar way we would in the United States. But, yeah, we're also going to have to educate them. What do you do? It's, it's, you know, as we all know, physical therapy isn't something that just happens in the clinic. It has to happen outside of the clinic, and it has to happen through education on, on you know, posture, on, you know, physical activity habits and all that stuff. So we're going to do that, and it's going to be really exciting. To see us all work together for a unified purpose of increasing access to rehabilitative medicine here in Guatemala, that's what it's about. And I'm just so excited to just meet the people of San Pedro Sacatepecas and work with them side by side. I'm hoping to leave behind some good infrastructure that would sustain itself when we're gone. So equipping them with the tools and the knowledge to continue on when we're gone. And I hope to take with me the, first of all, the inspiration from the resilience and this country. I love this country, but also 
coming home with an appreciation for what we have in the States and coming home with a fire to learn more myself so that I can continue to impact and serve after this time. It's amazing, especially because I've just entered the physical therapy world and I'm still learning so much. And then to just jump right into making other people known what I've just learned and and I'm still becoming aware of the power of it and to be able to bring it to people who have no idea and it's it's like heart melting really it was evident upon arrival in guatemala that these clinicians were here to serve they came knowing their profession is special and their hands are their gift here are clinicians ron and naya how generous our profession is as a whole you know you see it in the states and all your patients are like oh wow my, you know, my pt is amazing he's always there for me but to think of what that pt is doing when they're not with those patients to think that they'll you know take their time off where they could be doing a vacation or spending time with their family or you know sitting at a resort um instead they're out painting and you know reconstructing a new building and that generosity is just it's unbelievable um and it just makes me really happy and really proud to be a part of this profession because yeah like you said you don't find that everywhere and it just fills your heart up every minute doing something that's a part of my profession i just had to jump on it and be a part of it i mean my hands are helping in some way even it might be a little small way but helping in some way um get a physical therapy clinic started in another country i couldn't even imagine doing that and i'm so thankful to be a part of the opportunity this trip this experience wasn't just about building a sustainable clinic it was also about cultural appreciation Without an understanding of the Guatemalan people and their culture, there's a disconnect between the patients and the clinicians. To help with this, the Move Together team spent time educating participants and exposing them to commonalities of the Guatemalan people. Here's Josh again telling us about the intentionality of each aspect of the trip. Yeah, every component of the service trip is intentional. You know, we, we thought about it before, and, and the cultural immersion part of, a, part of it is so important because we really believe that when we go somewhere, we need to get to know the community that we're working with. So, for example, in Guatemala, we went we did a coffee farm tour, and coffee is one of uh, Guatemala's biggest exports, so it employs ton, a ton of people, and it's an economic engine for the communities in the towns that we are serving. You know, and another neat way that it that it gets us immersed in the culture is because we're going to be treating patients who work on a coffee farm. So, for example, I saw one patient uh, one time I was in Guatemala who had a tremendous amount of shoulder pain, and his job was to lift 50-pound bags of coffee from the ground into a truck to load them up to be sent off. And so every time he went to go lift that bag of coffee, he was unable to because of his shoulder pain. And so knowing the coffee-making process and knowing what each individual is going through who works on the farm helped me to more effectively treat him in that instance. So it's getting to know the culture, getting to know the community, and even giving you a preview of the types of patients and types of pain that you may be treating. Despite their limited exposure to physical therapy specifically and healthcare services as a whole, the people of Guatemala understood the impact of what having a clinic would mean to their communities and their country. Here are a few locals on what this project meant to them. We feel really, I don't know, the world will be blessed really because uh, sometimes we, you know, we try to get um, assistance and uh, we get very little of that, you know. Unless, of course, you pay a, a, a big insurance every month, but most of the people don't pay insurance here. They don't know what that is. So we go to public hospitals 
which are, you know, it's, it's hard to say, but it's always lacking resources or personnel. So when we see things like move together, things that they do here, so it, it, I, I can see for sure the benefit for the, uh, you know, ordinary people that need the help. And I see them, they come here, they and they are uh, benefited from this, so... So I am very happy for the people from the U.S. for coming to Guatemala and coming to provide all the things because our country needs a lot of support. We need a lot of things. We need a lot of nice things from people from the U.S. because I know that these people are giving their time. They're, they are giving uh, effort. They are giving all the nice things they can do for our country and that is uh, we cannot pay them back in any way but just for be them for being here in our country is incredible and I hope they continue coming for many many years because we need them. You're helping a lot of in Guatemala because we have a lot of needs that you're helping us in a little part, but it's too much for us. And thank you so much for coming. God bless you a lot. By the middle of the week, we had opened the clinic and were greeted by a long line of people waiting to be seen by the clinicians. Unsure of what physical therapists offered, but in desperate need of help and relief from their pain. Together with a translator, the clinicians would perform an evaluation conduct treatment, and send the patients on their way. The clinic in San Pedro Sacatepeques was open and operational for three full days of our trip. Many patients were so excited that they came back each day. Here are clinicians Ryan, Sam, Alicia, and Alicia. So this is the best part of the, of the week for me, to be able to treat patients and actually put hands on people in Guatemala and actually see their faces when you're able to take some of their pain away, um, to bring healing to the people of this city and of this country is why we're here and is um, why we I chose this profession at least. Favorite patient. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, probably my first patient when he got up and ran away without his cane and he forgot it. So that's pretty good. Instead, he wanted to volunteer afterwards and then thank God for us, which is um, to me is always what you want to hear. That's always the goal. It's so cool. Very powerful. Um, just... Introducing physical therapy to someone for the first time is a very unique experience from someone who lives in the United States and works in the profession because pretty, like most people that I talk to in the United States knows what it is. Um, so that was a unique experience. With the patients that I saw today, um, one lady had diabetes and she's feeling numbness and tingling in her legs. and. Um, at the end of treatment, when I was done with her, just by me massaging her leg and her feet, she started to cry because she, she said she's seen multiple doctors and nobody was really able to do anything or tell her anything. And her coming here, she felt a bit better. And I'm like, great, keep coming. <laughs> it's amazing. You can't really comprehend what you're doing, I feel like. Um, but I'm really excited to to be able to help these people out and to start something that will continue on. Watching this all unfold, I saw the same pattern again and again. People would arrive at the clinic in obvious pain and then leave a while later with a smile on their face expressing immense gratitude. Throughout the trip, we had translators who would help us communicate with the patients. Her name is uh, Gladys. Uh, okay, she's here because uh, she had an accident 
a few months ago. Uh, she had a surgery in her knee, so that's why she is here, and she has to improve the the muscles because she needs more exercise because she doesn't she doesn't have a, now a doctor here in Villanueva. Yeah, she wants to come back again, more time. His name is Edgar Padilla, he is 70 years old. So he came here because he had two surgeries and he had having problems walking and running and doing things like that, so that's what he came here. Okay, so he has been having some trouble, some pains in the neck and the back and here in their legs. So he was looking for some results or a solution for his problem, but now he's he's here. Okay, so the doctors just gave him some pills and things like that, but he doesn't need that because he came here and now he feels better. Thanks to these therapists that are like angels to him. Okay, she feels good now, and she's very thanks with all of you because uh, she he wants to, uh, the opportunity to 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 be here because she doesn't have a lot of a uh, lot of money now. She looks good, and it's good. <laughs> As the week came to an end, the true foundation of the physical therapy profession was on full display: the empathy and compassion, the optimism and service focus, the healing nature. Over and over again, we were reminded of the good in this profession and what it can offer, whether that's in the United States or in rural Guatemala and beyond. Here is Move Together CEO Afosa Guabadia and APTA Executive Vice President of Public Affairs, Katie Neese. Yeah, PTs are dynamic in nature. That's what I love about this profession. We have so different aspects of our personality, and we love to do things within the clinical walls than also beyond. You know, one of the things that we're hoping to do with the VIA organization Move Together and so many other great organizations, the APTA promote these opportunities as well, creating pathways for different experiences beyond the, uh, beyond the clinic. The whole idea of service, uh, service is so important. It's, uh, there's a bidirectionality to it where in, in by serving, whether it's in your community, we serve every day by treating our patients. That's my, out my belief. But whether it's in your clinic or outside of your clinic, in your community or beyond, it's fulfilling. You know, the bidirectionality is being fulfilled in the act of service while fulfilling others. So for those who may, seem, may feel like their existence is uh, monotonous sometimes, there's different things to do, well, whether it's uh, certainly academia or leadership or getting to service uh, the realm that I spend a, time, a lot of my time uh, leading in and living in. I would urge people to do so and to make it make sense. If a person wants to go on a trip, uh, there's different ways to do that. Uh, you'll, you could have uh, finances are bearer. There's ways to raise money in which your friends and family will support that. Uh, if, uh, if time's a barrier, you just you talk to the boss and you explain to them why you passionately want to serve in your community or in another country. Uh, and things of that nature. One of my favorite quotes is uh, by, uh, by Muhammad Ali that says, the, my rent here on earth is uh, the service I do to others. So the service for others is the rent I pay for my time here on earth. You know, and, I, and I think uh, through that act of service, you create an experience, you have an experience in this awesome profession in which we get to use our hands and our hearts and our words for others. And what's neat about traveling to another country or traveling to parts of the community in your town may, you may not go to before, you're able to share your passion, you're able to share your gifts with people that you may not have connected with if it wasn't for this touch point of service or interaction or something like that. I think one of the best 
um, elements of APTA is to celebrate the strength of the profession in general and individual therapists in particular. Um, PTs every day, and I say this too often, but they're helping little kids with cerebral palsy learn to walk. They're helping little old ladies like my mom navigate the world after a fall and everything in between. And for us to be able to celebrate the commitment that Move Together is making in this country, but I, and I suspect will, they will be doing things in other countries and around the world to show people what physical therapy can mean to a community and what this profession can do to help um, advance the health and well-being of a community um, I think it's a it's a really great opportunity for APTA to show not only its members in the United States but the rest of the world the caring, compassionate, transformative profession that this is and why physical therapy has to be an integral part of any meaningful healthcare system. It's been one year since the San Pedro Sacatepecas Clinic opened, and the impact on the community is profound. We had a chance to talk to Afosa, who is currently living and treating in Guatemala, to give us an update on the clinic. So with the clinic, the interdisciplinary care is still going on. We have the, uh, the architecture for physical therapy and medicine and, uh, and dentistry. And uh, in an organic way, we're seeing this cross-pollination of collaborative care and referral. And uh, the physician is very happy because now she's able to send her patients to physical therapy and for physical therapy in a way that she hadn't before. Once uh, she didn't know about the capacity of physical therapy and before there wasn't the capacity of physical therapy before. So even that bidirectionality between a physician and physical therapy is, uh, is growing in a pretty special way. Um, what we're going to be, and we're seeing that a bit also uh, from the dentistry to uh, to the PT a little bit, but we're looking to build that architecture a little bit more by creating documents where the dentist could, could ask screening questions and based on the answers to those screening questions, uh, more directly refer to PT and the very least the PT medicine combo. So those are some of the next steps that we're taking. The clinic, again, it was uh, in the middle of several concentric communities and uh, towns, and it's still the, the epicenter able to serve and support multiple towns at once, and it continues to grow. Uh, move together. This year is a big year for us. Uh, our paradigm is to maintain sustainable relationships uh, forever, as long as we're in existence for all these places. And this year specifically, we're working on solidifying uh, relationships and paradigm and operations with our clinics. We have four total touch points in Guatemala with a potential fifth to be built in August. And uh, there's just more clinics, more capacity, more access, increasing access to quality, quality rehab medicine around the corner and around the world. APTA is a proud partner of Move Together. To learn more about Move Together and projects like these, visit www.movetogether.org. APTA podcasts like this one are available on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify, or by visiting apta.org slash podcasts. I'm Amelia Sullivan. Thanks for listening.